Welcome to the CFG Gamecast episode number 190, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers alike to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We stream a new episode on the Saturdays and release it on all podcast services like Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbeat, and so much more. So show us some love. Do us a favor and uh, give us a follow, like, or subscribe to our Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Kick, or any other streaming services out there. Or... Go to our main website, confreaksgeeks.com, to not miss an episode. I am Mr. CFG Games himself, Davis Green, and with me today are my two awesome co-hosts. I got Lex in the second seat. What is going on, my cyborg? Hi, buddies. Not too much. Um, I didn't play too much, like we kind of said earlier. I've been recuperating still, but I'm starting to get my energy back. And I, I've, I've done something nice for myself. I've started getting um, regular massages. And... Mm. It's been really lovely. I've also been taking care of my body, and uh, I got some epidural injections in my my hips so I could start going to the gym again because you can't really work out if you can't stand on your feet for 10 minutes at a time, you know? So um, I'm taking care of myself and and uh, played some uh, – what did we play this week? Oh, we played uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm still really good at Killer, still really suck at Survivor. Uh, I also – uh, played a little bit more of Mr. Hop's Playhouse 3, which, of course, was delightful. And then last night, we played, um, just amongst friends, played some Demonologist and uh, had a blast. It was a lot of fun. There's a lot of new updates in the game that I was excited to to finally test out that I didn't even know about. So it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind nice. of chilling. Yeah, that's very cool. I didn't even, yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't really notice that you didn't stream this. Did you stream at all this week? I did. I streamed on Tuesday. That's when we played Texas Chainsaw, but it was a short stream because I had woken up at 5 a.m. to get epidural injections. Mm. Um, And yeah, I'm kind of like on a medicine timer. And so I was really stretching my medicine out, but like 8 p.m. hit. I was like, I gotta go, y'all. I'm so tired. And I Mm. raided DOS and he's like, play one match with me. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I died like immediately. I was like, oh, man. I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> it was so good to see you okay bye Hi. that's funny yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like dang i can't believe it my 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 ultimate best way my best work and it's just like it yeah. just foiled again okay yeah. but yeah. hey lex yeah you know who's finally back from his trip to uh nintendo and pax west this week, I do. It's Opie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the five star general of the itty bitty Smitty committee. I got Smitty in the third seat. What is going on, my dude? Oh, it's been busy. It's been busy since we got back. Pax West is absolutely amazing. Had a ton of fun. Got some great interviews. Got to try out Mario Wonder. Check out Nintendo Live. Uh, the, the city of Seattle as a whole was super, super chill and legit. I got to see people that I knew from like either I had been on podcasts with them, uh, my friend Baron of the uh, Level One podcast. We got to meet uh, Aaron as well uh, briefly, um, who does the uh, uh, Feeling Film. He's a, a film uh, reviewer uh, and podcaster. Got to got to see him. Uh, Leanna Rupert, the community manager for Destiny 2 or Destiny, uh, and and she totally remembered me uh, from Twitter, which was crazy. From Twitter? Uh, wow. Yes, <laughs> yes dude. Um, and uh, uh, Girls Who Play, uh, I, I saw them. I ran into them a couple different times and stuff like that. I got to tell them I love their stuff. 
And then we bumped into Phil Spencer. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) That was, it was leaving Nintendo Live. And we had walked out and like, we walked by, I was like, dude, like, is that Phil Spencer? Like, 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 and then we were, we were like, we were outside. We heard somebody else like, be like, was that Phil Spencer? I was like, dude, that was totally Phil Spencer. So <laughs> we went and like, it said no re-entry. It was like, look, dude, like that's Phil Spencer. Is there any way we could just go back? I'm going to ask if I can get a photo with him real quick. They're like, they're like, you just left. I was like, yeah, I just, you're like, yeah, I remember seeing you guys uh, go ahead, go for it. So I go Aww. and I don't ever do this kind of thing. Yeah. And that was super legit. I totally don't ever do this. I straight up, like interrupted the man in the middle of this conversation. Wow, you're a dick, Spencer, right? <laughs> I know I was really a dick about it. Like I, I mean, I there was a hesitation. I didn't like immediately do. It. I went there and like his people were like there and like he was talking to this lady and I was like, ah, I'm just gonna go for it. You're Phil Spencer, right? I'm so sorry to interrupt you. I was just wondering if we can get a picture with you real quick. And he was like, All right, yeah, yeah, real quick. Uh, but yeah, it, you know, and and that, and I wanted to be like, Hey, come on our show. <laughs> Look but I did. It was just cool the fact that he he stopped to take a picture, and I was totally a dick about it, and and interrupted his conversation. I did. You're with the. You were with Sham though too, right? Sham. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, is yeah. That yeah. yeah. I didn't realize hilarious. Quinn had left that morning, and and Jow, uh was at the um at the convention with his uh, nephew. So oh. you know, I was like, hey, but uh, Sham said that uh, they were available, so. I was like, yeah, if you're down for it, let's do it. We got a tour and then the interview. We got to play Mario Wonder, which we are absolutely getting that game. Uh, up to four players can play. Like we like we got a little little piece of it, but we were having a blast. It looks like, it looks like so, fun, dude. It's like old school classic. It it's like it, I like the fact that it's not the Mushroom Kingdom, but it's a different kingdom completely. Right. It's a. It's a. I forgot what it was. I think it's the Fire King, Fire Flower Kingdom, or something like that. And it's like a caterpillar oh. that runs the world, the, the, the that king, that area. But That's no, I definitely. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out though. It looks really, really good. Uh, uh for yeah. it. So, Overall, I I thought Pax West. I had more fun in Pax West than I did Pax East. Uh, um, and that's not saying that Paxi. It's not saying that being yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Because I had a blast in Boston, but mm-hmm. everything about the city and everything, like the weather was all nice. Actually, dude, I was sweating bullets the entire time I was. It was there. that humid or was that like, hot, dude? It was that humid, man. Like even like it was like New York style. Like you get out of the shower and you instantly start sweating. Like I didn't have to put on lotion like the whole time, dude. Oh wow, uh, it was wild. It was wild. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to definitely check. Yeah. I'm sitting there going for interviews. Just like, oh, so sorry about me. Like, yeah. sweat. <laughs> I really want to. Looking I like really, a psycho, dude. <laughs> I really want to go. Uh, um, I really want to go. I'm going to go next year, dude. Like, Pax West is the one that I'm definitely wanting to go to next year. I think it was like, yeah. I knew it was going to be better than the one in the East. But to be fair, when yeah. we were, when we went to East, this was like the beginning of the the easement of the pandemic. Of the too. pandemic stuff, so, exactly. Well, that's so, what they were saying, and and multiple people had mentioned that this is the first time that Pax West has felt like Pax West mm-hmm. uh, in in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they definitely, and you can notice. I mean, it was it was packed, dude. But on Saturday, I heard it know, was really packed. Yeah, and they had multiple. I mean, it's multiple buildings, and like, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just so many people uh, there. Well, so. this is it, your it, first it time. Great. This is your first time at the Seattle convention. Oh, I'm sorry. You were going to say something, Lex. What were you going to say? Nope, I wasn't. I'm just listening. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, but uh, uh, I would say this. I think, um, I think that the uh, 
uh, this is your first time going to the Seattle Convention Center, right? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah the, and this is a brand new one. This is the one, the the the, the where PAX was being done. This this was just finished this year. This so this is the very it was first in year the of the new, new convention. and old one, dude. Yeah, so yeah, it's just like that convention center. It there, it's a it's a very nice open area because it's like multiple buildings that's around in a giant circle that Five goes over. Floors yeah, <laughs> it's freaking. Yeah, like, it's freaking crazy, but it's a great yeah. it's it's a great place, great convention center. I will say, yeah, I like no, it was favorites. dope, and and they again they utilized the space beautifully. The mm-hmm. fact that they were, I mean, there's literally multiple locations uh, that you could go to to get different experiences and stuff like that. And to boot, you also had uh, Nintendo Live happening on one part of the older convention that mm-hmm. was basically interconnected with uh, with packs. There's different passes to mm-hmm. be able to go into it and whatnot, but. You know, easily you were able to visit both and and in in the same experience, uh, no which problems. I thought was fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Dude. That was yeah. the first time Nintendo Live was in the United States. Oh, that, I didn't know that. that. Was there? Yeah, I didn't know. That. Oh, I didn't know. Yes. I, thought, I thought it was something new that they just decided to make on their own. I didn't know that this existed. No, so before. it's been in Japan. It's been in Japan for years, hmm. uh, and there's one coming up in January uh, in Japan. But yeah, this is the first time that uh, that they had uh, uh, Nintendo Live in the states. Seattle being the home of uh, uh, Nintendo America. Yeah, fair or enough. Nintendo of America. Well, you know what that means. So uh, Smitty is going to Japan in January. <laughs> so yep. we'll oh, I would love to. I would love to. Let Smitty me justify is, that. <laughs> Smitty is coming home. <laughs> I'm coming home, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god that would be great that would yeah. be great <laughs> what about uh, you man how was your uh how was your week how was your weekend brother or your, oh man week? i guess it was just a week yes <laughs> it's been pretty busy i've just been i've been doing a lot of had to do a lot of adult stuff man like just making sure like because like i said i'm losing my job at the end of the month so then i need to uh right. so i've been going to so many different kinds of interviews and stuff like that as well as been studying for testing and everything it's just ridiculous it's just like it's been it's been ridiculous but somehow with my busy schedule of adulting i would have been able to also keep up my facade of playing more baldur's gate 3 which i have been destroying in that game it's actually kind of funny we're starting to call it liberating when we go and clear out areas and stuff so (laughs) (laughs) so we're like okay we got to this spot and everything so like me and my friend we've just been going place to place and we've just been clearing everything out and uh, just doing all different kinds of storylines and stuff and then um uh also uh we just i i just released uh i talked to amelia tire i don't even know if i told you this but like uh uh, so, like I told you, we were talking to the narrator of Baldur's Gate 3 that we we're going to release right. the interview, which we have done on confreaksandgeeks.com. You can go check out the full interview on our YouTube page or on, or on our main website. Uh, that the uh, uh, that that we uh, I got an email from Larian thanking us do uh from from uh, uh doing that interview and I was like oh wow cool oh, y'all no weren't even a, yeah we weren't even a part of it and then they were offering if 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 uh offering if we wanted to go talk to other people within the cast and I was like yeah not gonna say not gonna say no to that it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like you absolutely. know absolutely. So I was you just insist. like, I was just like freaking a dude, hell yeah! So hopefully we'll see if I can find some more, get some more, get some more full. The the person I wanted to talk to was the uh was, was Amelia Tyler, and she was amazing. I loved, yeah, I loved, I love that uh, that jazz. Probably I would have to say the best interview I've done out of the pocket all the podcast episodes uh, uh I've done uh, done you yet. Mean your favorite, for... your favorite? You no, I think it was the I think it was the best. I think it's the best. I think I take it. 
like don't get me wrong i like all i mean i have a great time with all of them but if i number one it was definitely that one it was really cool so it was really really fun <laughs> so there you go Nice. Yeah, I'm nice. sorry, but yeah, she is very delightful. I will definitely say so. I know y'all don't want to be talking about me gushing over Amelia Tyler. So let's go through the normal rig and roll that we like to do each and every week. So each of us chooses a topic of discussion of the world of video games uh, through the previous week. The topic would or could be a game itself or something that happened in the gaming industry itself. Uh, and we don't want to talk about it amongst ourselves. We want you, the listeners, our viewers on Twitch, on YouTube, Facebook, Kick, uh, to be a part of the conversation as always. So. By, uh, so if there's something you wanting to talk about or t uh, talk about or what we were talking about, no, oh, that didn't make any sense, but <laughs> you can chime in and type it inside the chat as always, uh, and we will discuss it with you, uh, the uh, the viewers of uh, uh, of this uh, podcast, this awesome show. So let's get this party started. I will go first this time around, and I want to talk about uh, E3 once again. So. <laughs> Uh, E3 just can't ha just 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 can't can't get a break in general, essentially, from what like everything is going on with it. So basically, what is going on is that uh, E3 is just uh, uh, we, as you know, E3 this year was supposed to be was supposed to happen, was supposed to go through uh, Reed Pop this year, and uh, was supposed to uh, you know have a nice uh, a nice show, but apparently. E3 got canceled because they were because uh, Reed Pop was having troubles getting getting people vendors and stuff like that to come to this show. So literally, like a month before the show was supposed to happen, they they can't they canned it. They 86 it. They said, "Hey, we're not going to have the show. It's not going to happen again." So orig now originally the uh, uh, Reed Pop had a plan for E3 for uh, like a contract to be doing E3 uh, events for about three. I think it was a three or four year contract unfortunately that is not the case not anymore um so uh it it, uh, it was official today that uh e3 has nixed uh or no uh, e3 and uh repop has parted ways mutually uh so what they're going uh so the uh, also what e3 also did which is surprisingly enough the name of the people that did it uh esa they were also the ones that were <coughs> uh that also decided that they're not going to renew uh the venue spot for the uh los angeles convention center which e3 has usually usually goes to or has been through its history uh there um they, they they've been to other places but they, they've been at this area the longest uh for literally over over like 20 years when they, uh, when they, when they did do the shows. So uh, I'm going to pull a report about the, I don't know what happened to my uh, thing, but I lost it. Uh, hold on. Give me one moment. And uh, oh, okay. So here we go. sad uh, to, to see that, to, to see such a, I mean, and, and they had worked together for some time Not even that. too, you know, no, not even so, that, no time at all. Like that that's the that's the problem. The problem was that they've only been they, like this this deal only happened for what 14 months? It, it, not even a year. Oh, that a, was a little the first bit over time a year. that they were working with them? That was the very first time that they were working with oh. them. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They, oh they, no, they, Repop does uh, uh, packs. packs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Repop does packs. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like uh so what ended up happening is that like uh so the whole thing with with uh 
with 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 them was that they were supposed to uh they were supposed to do this year this was supposed to be their inaugural year uh but then uh and they decided to, to shut it down so read pop comes right. out no, 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 esa comes out and then they basically made a statement today or the other day saying that we appreciate read pop's partnership for over the past 14 months and support their ongoing efforts to to bring industry and fans together through various events uh that's the president and ceo of esa saying that uh stanley stanley um pierre louise um uh mm-hmm. in a state uh, this was in a statement from gameindustry.biz which ironically uh Repop, no, no, E3 owns that. So they said, while the reach of E3 remains unmatched in our industry, we are continue, we are continuing to explore how we can evolve it to uh to best serve the video game, uh, uh, serve the video game, oh, the video game industry, and are evaluating every aspect to the event from format to location. We are committed to to our roles. As a con- uh, convenior, con- convenior, I don't know. That's a weird word. Convenior, I don't know. For the, uh, I didn't even know that's a word. That's weird. C o n v e n o r, convenor. I don't know. <laughs> For the industry, convenor. 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 Okay. Okay, convener. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> For the industry and look forward to sharing the news about E3 in the uh, in the next coming of months. Okay, so first off, I feel like it's a little I have to call bullshit on one thing on one small thing about that and then saying that they're uh that they said while the reach of E3 remains unmatched in our industry, I'm like y'all are having a hard time bringing people in your venue your 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 venue or justifying your venue for to, for for developers to come to your show. That's not mm. saying that you're unmatched. It's saying that they they're saying they don't need you. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem right. with it. So like you're y'all need to change. Uh, y'all need to change somehow. And as opposed to like you're you're saying that like you have Repop who has a PAX event on the East West Australia and also they they yeah. had a Ford show and you're telling me that 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 your show was the, the that's leading it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to call BS. Most people were already fed up with the BS that y'all were dealing with to a point that, right. that Microsoft, Xbox, and Nintendo decided to say, "Hey, we're not doing this show anymore. We're gonna do an event." during around the show that you're doing it around but we're not we're, we're not affiliate we're not affiliating ourselves with you anymore because of the way y'all were running this thing so y'all need to fix that that's the that's that that's the biggest problem second thing y'all have not been able to make a physical show ever since the pandemic even started it's been three years right. now it's been three years you done you tried to do a virtual event you did one virtual event no two virtual events the second virtual event didn't go really well then y'all decided not to do a uh, another virtual event and y'all still haven't to this day been able to get back on your feet and it's and so there's a big there's big i think there's other issues that you need to fix before you're saying that that you're needing to uh that you're needing to pivot and i think i think you're going the right direction of doing things like not being at the los angeles convention center because i mean because like well me personally i hate that place personally but uh but it's like uh, and, and like the event uh the the but the things that y'all the, the decisions that y'all made i think the biggest decision is that you turned everyone the wrong way when you decided to bring public pass the public pass uh inside here and you decided to lose the identity of what e3 was so like y'all what yeah. y'all need to figure it yeah sit down figure out what y'all y'all uh the deals are uh, uh the deals are itself and plus y'all haven't been able to find an organizer for this for like like these organ the, the 
the organizers y'all were with for the longest of time. You backed out. Uh, y'all kicked them out. Then you had another organizer less than a, a year. Did y'all kick them out? And then Reed Pop yeah. is the third one. And you and Reed Pop didn't even get a chance to do it because they're they're realizing how much <laughs> of a dumpster fire it is. So so yeah. So this stuff needs to be figured out. I mean, so I just want to get y'all's takes on this. What y'all think? Well, Mister Seven Figures says Sony started a trend, I guess, but. I would go back to saying that Nintendo really is the one. Nintendo has always done their own thing. And they've been proof in the pudding that you can run your own events and people will show up to watch them and you have more control. You're you're spending less budget. So they should have, like, in my opinion, like, they became obsolete, or at least that model. And I definitely think the open public pass made it much less effective. Uh, if that's all they were doing, then they could do it on their own, like I said, for those advantages and not have to go and and deal with the shenanigans of that show. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's more telling to me that they're going through these organizers, especially a group like Reed Pop, who has shown you that they are successful wherever they go. Like You burn through them in 14 months and say, no, nah, we're not going to do it like there is something there's something going on there like that they haven't figured it out but you're right that is a good step that you know and I've never been a, been to the uh LA convention center but LA is just a busy city in general like I feel like I'm less I I feel less of a want to go because I don't want to deal with the city and its shenanigans Pretty um much. you know what I mean which is mm. just a, it's just a pain in the ass so I feel like you know, even if they were to look at like a Las Vegas or like you said, like a Salt Lake City, uh, somewhere that gives a little bit of breathing room. But again, I don't know what they do because they can't continue doing what they were doing before. It's just the, the landscape has changed. It's a new age. It's a, it's different. So I don't know really what you do to be able to capture that magic back and show that value for people to want to go and be a part of that show and also attend it. Yeah, I, I, I know we've 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 discussed E three a million times on here, and I've always said that E three was my favorite out of all of the show me what's coming out, um, mm. and what's going on behind the scenes. I've always really enjoyed E three. Now, does no, I don't want to do that right now. Thank you. Uh, update. Get out of here. Um, I, I. I think Smitty's right. I think that shows that there is clearly something going on on the back end. 14 months. You guys signed like a three to four year contract with them. Is that what you said, Davis? A yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a uh, multi-year wow. contract and then so, they uh, decided to both break it. Right. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to break a contract like that with big companies. We're not talking like a couple hundred dollars. Um, something's definitely going on and i'm curious did reed break the contract or no it's mutual they mutually left they 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 mutually yeah Mm. they mutually split they're not like in trouble or anything they just thought that they were both better to split apart okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) um all right isn't it it was amicable cool Mm -hmm. um Still, I feel obviously like like you said, Reed Pop is a company that knows what they're doing and they know how to run things. And if they and E three came together and were like, "This is just not a good fit," something mm. weird and something fishy to me means something's going on, right? Like my alarm bells go off immediately. Um, am I missing E three? Hmm? 
No. Did I like it? Yeah, I enjoyed E3. Again, as far as someone who needs to report to you guys what's going on in the gaming space, if I have to choose, do I want to watch, you know, Ubisoft or E3? I'm going to pick E3, and that's... Mm -hmm. Same with Nintendo, PlayStation. I would rather watch E3 just because the way that they present things has always caught my attention, right? I don't want to be falling asleep while I'm watching this, which has happened. I have sat here with these two watching what's coming out from a company, a big name company. Six hours. And I'm <laughs> dozing off and like messaging them behind the scenes, like, I gotta go. Like, I well, gotta go. You know what well I mean? here's the thing. Well, here's the thing, though, and this is what I think it is like. Like, I and mean, it sucks because, like, I, I guess I'm the only one out of the three of us that's actually went to E3, but I went to the last physical yeah. E3. I went to the last physical one back in th 2019, and I had a lot of, like, it was, like, it, your experience with, with PAX West was what I had at E3 and, uh, uh, back then. And then what E3 was, and I don't know how many times I've said it before, was, was it was perfect for writers, reviewers, podcasters, all the people that were in the industry, like press industry, to get shit done. And what made it worse is that I think they lost its identity. The problem is, because like what Repop was trying to introduce with this E3 was that they were going to give it, there were going to be press days. Because like for me, yeah. my That's day, what my, I was yeah, excited about. Exactly. I was excited on the fact that they're going to have press days and they were going to have the public like the last two days. Then the, yeah. and I knew what I was going to do. I was going to be there just for the press days and bounce at the, uh, bounce. At the, at the yeah, just leave uh, on the public days. And, like, and then I thought that's a fair about ba uh, fair balance i guess the problem was like with uh especially with like all the other stuff was that uh and uh was that there that now you're at a point where studios didn't justify the cost for them to go to the show to do all of that again because like the uh because right. because of the pandemic and because of the other stuff but to say that there isn't a spot or a place for that i just can't believe that there is i mean that there isn't because like right, dude right. Tokyo Game Show is like the one, like for instance, in uh, September. That's actually should be coming, I believe, either this weekend or next weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, is one of the craziest events physically right. for like for press, and then they do. I mean, and things like that, and just to uh, and just to do it. I just feel that E three itself can do it, but I think the real question is like, has their name been? slandered in the mud to a point where they uh, that that companies won't take get take a second look at it again is because like like you said pax is done like pax can run successful gaming shows they they've run it for the past like over a decade uh well shoot not even a decade like 15 or 16 years now and i just think that it's just ridiculous that 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 e these issues that e3 has it's always usually a common issue it's always like an outside party they're just not working well with an outside party ESA, I think it's just something with the ESA itself that that just doesn't play well with 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 what what they want to, to make the show because they don't know what show they're wanting to make. Uh, uh, is is what my guess would be. So yeah, I mean, hopefully they're going to hopefully they they may, they they change it for the better. They move it to somewhere else to do something else to do something to incentivize people to come back to that show. Mm -hmm. Show is the big thing. Personally, I think that they should lead into the indie indie game, create oh, a whole time. separate thing uh, or something like that, where they just lean into that and make it more about that stuff. Because again, the big dogs don't have to play; they can mm -hmm. they can do their own shows. Uh, they are doing their own shows. 
So that's not an expectation that that shit that they should have that they should feel that shit they should cater to or curtail what they're trying to do as a whole. I think they go a, a separate direction and and do something different that's going to yeah. create the same kind of buzz, but also give value to these studios as well as uh, media uh, people that are in the industry and whatnot. Make it something mm-hmm. like that, man. They, I, I feel like for, for them to even get any kind of footing, they need to make a shift because trying to do the same thing ain't going to work. Not work. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, son. Move on. Mm-hmm. Move yep. on from it. And, and you got to shift now. You got to shift and adapt. I agree. Mr. Um, Seven Figures in chat is saying, maybe a rebranding and overhaul is in order. I say call it E4 and fire the management. Hey, not a bad idea. I love Katie's idea for E4. That that makes me happy. That would be sick, right? What does E3 stand for, though? Electronic electronic something expo. Um, Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah. 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 Cause I was oh, like, no. I, was like, I, I know electronic entertainment expo. That's what it means. Yeah. Oh, uh, three. three. Yeah. yeah. E3. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just call it E4. There's a reason for it. Yeah. You can't call it, you can't, you can't call it E4. You call it oh, extra, yeah. extra electronic. <laughs> extra, like, uh, there you go. Energetic, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know. There, there you go. There you go. E three. There, there's your uh, thing. You're, You're welcome. Chrysler. You're welcome. We'd like passes, please. Yes. <laughs> we want passes and for life. Limited access to everybody on the show floor. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we just made it a billion dollar idea. So you need to give us for <laughs> passes, passes for life. That's exactly what that yeah. is. Yeah. We so no royalty. <laughs> yeah that would be perfect <laughs> that would be perfect man yeah so i don't know man like e3 itself like uh, uh like well i i really want to see what they're going to do they said they're going to do a show right now it's not uh, confirmed but they haven't canceled their show for 2024 but they right. but they did cancel their venue so i don't know what to, what to think of that so we don't know like what the, uh and they are saying that they're going to be doing a major rehaul for 2025 so i don't know what uh, i to be honest with you i really at this point if e3 isn't there i don't know what the esa exists for at this point besides i guess what game game industry.biz i guess i i don't know what they're there for anymore because uh, uh, like that's all that's the, that's the only show that they that they do yeah so yeah. I, I, yeah so I don't I don't know so but uh, let's hope that they get their uh, they get their uh, bearing straight hopefully they have a plan on what they're planning on doing in the near future and I would love to see another show like this it's mostly like if a, a press show event I don't want to be like you know like you know like a dick about it but more like you know like a like a private he event. doesn't want to hang out with the muggles that's what he right. said right? <laughs> shut the hell up i didn't say that dude it's so annoying okay it's so i'm just saying common foe please, please it's so annoying you are putting making me look like the bad guy i do not appreciate that <laughs> But I uh, I feel the same. Yeah. Way. I feel the same. Way. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's an kinda... industry show where you're able to do that and get in, and you know what I mean. Like you have mm-hmm. way more access to stuff. You're able to mm-hmm. get in depth with things in in terms of coverage and whatnot. 
Yeah. We get a lot more access to these folks. Oh, it's for sure. super, it's super important. Yeah. Well, and the scheduling is so much tighter, and you don't have to worry about them getting pulled here and there during right. public days. Like as as press, you do have those time slots and you know, granted, they're not concrete, like if mm -hmm. things go over a little bit here and there, but it's not a big of as big of a deal. And so I remember, yeah, I, yeah. I remember like I remember because like the, the problem was like when you have when you have a public event going at the same time as a as a business kind of when, when you're trying to do your, your work, your physical work, you just have lines like ridiculous lines to places that you're like th that that's blocking you to get to your destinations and stuff and the los angeles convention center is not yeah it, and it's not a small place it's like it's ridiculous on where you need to go that some places are not even inside the convention center they're across the street or they're they're the hotels that's nearby and stuff like right. that it's just it's it's just nightmarish with all that stuff overall so like but yeah, I would love uh, like I would I would love that. That's why I really kicked me that I didn't go to PAX. I really wanted to go to PAX West this year. Uh, I felt that it was going to be a fun. It was going to be a perfect experience to be just straight up talking and chilling with these uh, with other folks and developers and stuff like that. And the was, back end yeah, side. Yeah, it was pretty. Dope. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, okay. Oh, well, we'll we'll see where it's going to go. I'm definitely keeping an eye on it, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Lex. It is your turn. What are you bringing to the table? Uh, well, it's not really enough around and find out. Sorry, guys. Maybe next week. But mm -hmm. uh, I always find it interesting. And I, we've discussed this before previously with, um, you know, other voice actors um, that play a big part in a game um, being being brought into conversations that, A, really don't have much to do with them. And or at all, really. And B, for... for it's just, it's so weird, right? So I'm going to say his name wrong, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> Elias Tifu? Is that wrong? That's probably wrong. Um, wow. Better known as a Starfield voice actor. Opie, are you okay? Um, so he plays uh, the voice of Sam Coe uh, and the Do X series Adam Jensen. So you, if you Listen the to Deus Ex? Oh, I didn't know he was doing that. There you oh. go. Um, that's the character's name, but uh, Elias T. I'm gonna call him just because I'm yeah. so sorry, and I get it. Too my last name gets butchered. No. All the <laughs> I I took French, and to me that seems like it would be. We got two fun. random words that come in. We got convene. Uh, wait. Oh, convene. Is it convene? Convene but the you people. Are e at the at the end of oh, it. Oh, conve so convener, convener. That's Anyways, a, yeah. That's yeah. how you would set it. We've got some, we're learning English today, today, guys. Get back on in. <laughs> right. So, um, we all know this aside, the conversation of what's better, PlayStation or Xbox. It's been a conversation for years. I, along with the person who wrote this article, very clearly thought that, that that fight was over, but apparently not. So if you guys don't know, Elias T, he is the voice of Sam Coe in Starfield. Now, if your thought is, how did he get bring, brought into conversations for gaming? Is, is it homophobia? That's what I would have thought because his his character is bisexual. Now, that's not necessarily what happened. Um, he ended up getting stuck in a comment crossfire <laughs> uh, on Twitter, of course, um, last week to vent about all the weird guys who were bugging him. Um, so... 
essentially, this guy is tweeting at people every time that they would mention Starfield. This guy would say 30 frames per second. That's all he would post. Any Starfield tweet, 30 frames per second. And it would just go on and on and on. And he's being tagged. Why are you tagging the voice actor? What does he have <laughs> to do with the 30 frames per second? I don't know. But here we are. So <laughs> Elias is like, why, why is this guy tweeting at me 30 frames per second? I don't understand. So Elias says, I go to this guy's page. He tweeted 30 frames per second on anything that says Starfield. 30 frames per second on wow. everything. Okay. I'm like, this must have taken you an hour. Um, a short search turned up 30 frames per second bandits record of madness. And it kind of felt like the all work and no play bit from the shining. Um, Mr. So wait, is, cited, he, is he basically yeah. saying, cause like, because the game is only running at 30 frames per second, then it's just like, it's a non-starter. I'm not going to play it because it's 30 frames per second. Or is he just, uh, is he just trolling? everyone and just letting people know it's like just putting their own stupid thing out there about great question i don't know i don't know the answer to that um he's got to be trolling i would assume as much um yeah. but it seems like the the conversation of xbox or playstation kind of plays a role into this um so mr tifa mr t, <laughs> yeah, mr. t. Sorry. <laughs> mr t oh that's um, great he, he cited commentary online as as getting him down and in the day since we talked to mr t um has butt heads with homophobic players etc who take issue with his character sam co being bisexual right um so Again, this seems to be a trend, whether it's a TV person and they're playing in, you know, a character on your favorite show and that person in the comics or the cartoon happened to be white is now black. We know that people freak out. And of course, they get the actor involved, which, again, has nothing to do with them. Right. Um, all the same, this sort of behavior is pretty standard. You know, it's expected in online pop culture discussions uh, more or less now, right? Um, and Mr. T said he thinks that the right thing is to just ignore it. I would disagree with him on in some cases, um, even though the 30 frames per second guy drew a response from him. Um, <laughs> later down the line, his commentary just became... Um, I'm sorry you're like this. I wish you weren't. I would love it if you came back and said, you know what? That game was actually really fun. But of course, that's not the case. Um, but Mr. Elias T said, for me, the most insulting thing, you don't know how hard these guys worked on this. You don't know what these guys want. Uh, you guys, you don't know that these guys want this to be great. We didn't make Starfield or any project to be bad. And that's, of course, you know, the case for any video game or tv anything right the the hope is it's not going to be bad and people are going to love it but mm -hmm. obviously 30 frames per second didn't and again we've discussed this with other voice actors other actors in general i was curious what you guys thought this is one of the reasons why i hate the internet to be honest <laughs> straight up pretty because much there are people that just are just terrible terrible people that don't deserve a platform in the slightest in my opinion uh, you know what I mean? So like, and that totally is just troll stuff, but like anybody, cause there are people that will go and get malicious about that stuff and start oh, harassing yeah. people. The woman that played, uh, uh, Abby, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Trot or, or am I, no, 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 no. Oh, I, I can't, can't remember, remember who it was. Laura Abby. Bailey. I think it was uh -huh. Laura Bailey, right? 
Abby from um, Last of Us? From The Last of Us 2. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know about yeah, that. she was getting harassed, dude. Like, people are weird, man. Leave people alone, dude. Like, My God. It's, you know what the, the real issue, too, is that, like, I don't care, man. Like, why, why are people console war beefing? It's so dumb. I want to play all the video games. I don't care what console it's on or where it's at. If it's a good game... I want to play it, dude. If anything, like, like you would want to, you would want the uh, the like the competition to to raise up the bar, anyways, because that that's going right. to be good for our overall like all consumers. Yeah, it's good for everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People are so weird and angry about the weirdest things. They, you know what I mean? Like, and I I just I have a hard time wrapping my head around somebody being angry about a platform that you're playing a game on or exclusivity or you know all all that stuff. That you're just like, dude, like. <clears throat> It's not, you know, people, we've gotten spoiled. I was just talking about this earlier today, I think, how, like, literally, you'd be lucky back in the day if you got two video games a year, mm -hmm. uh, let alone one. You <laughs> know what I mean? So, like, we, there's just too many good games. There are too many games out there for, for people to be beefing like this. There's room for everybody and everything, and everything is changing. So it's such a dumb thing. And, like, these developers and stuff like that, they have a completely separate mindset. Hence the folks that are like, oh, if you know, X, what about Xbox loyalty? What about Sony loyalty? Like, I don't owe them shit. Yeah, they're a company. Don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> I well, don't. They're not sitting in a board meeting saying, you know, that guy Smitty, he's been loyal to us for five years. We should throw him a ball. That's not happening. <laughs> That's, I know, right? It's not real life. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the biggest thing I really just don't like is the fact that, like, the people that are, it, it's kind of weird because, like, well, for, first, to kind of tear this person apart, like, FPS has got, <laughs> FPS is a, is, is kind of gotten to a point where it's a buzzword. Like, you know, when you say no carbs and you're at right. having a thing of, like, right. you open up a thing of beef jerky, then you realize, it's freaking meat. There's obviously no carbs in there because it's not. <laughs> they don't right. use carbs. Yeah, it's like you know, it's it's, 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 it's same kind of yeah, it's the yeah. same kind of BS that this that we're talking about now. There are there is a time and place for when FPS matters, right? Not all the time. It it, it doesn't necessarily mean thirty FPS is going to make it a bad game. If you're right. playing, if you're playing a first-person shooter, you do not want to make it 30 FPS because of reaction time. It's uh, is very, very viable. So you want to make it right. 60 to 120 FPS. But a regular game that is story-driven, uh, uh, story-driven will have just the same amount of experience than what a 30 FPS would be to a 60 FPS. I don't fucking care at that point. Nor should you care to a point to tell to tell everyone else out there to say. <laughs> I hate this game because it's 30 frames per second. That is a bullshit. Now, if the, now you have a leg to stand on is if the, if Bethesda does it again saying this game is 60 frames per second and then they, but they lie to you and then they say it's 30 frames per second. Sure. Do whatever the hell you're wanting to say about that. But at this point, you're, you're already judging a game that you have no freaking idea how this game is until you, until then. And then, and then you're just doing that. You're just spamming the internet. Not, not what makes you even worse is that you're spamming some of the like the voice actors the uh the people that don't not they're not even in the grind of the game itself right. to right. be uh nothing to be to do with it. yeah it's nothing to do with it they just they see that they, they they're at the end of the not necessarily the end but the uh uh not at the uh the the programmable part of of what this game is and yet and just to troll just to get a just to get a chuckle i just say f like like f fools like that man and my biggest problem i have is just that 
the uh, the facade of the console wars is a public facing thing internally game people within the development non-existent completely you just said smitty just said that he saw phil spencer at a nintendo freaking uh, event it's like what is that is that like you're gonna is that like nintendo says say keep a keep an apb on uh phil spencer when he's in our when he's in our, our, our thing he might be stealing some like you know trade secrets from us no no one freaking cares like and and, and stuff like that to the to this extent like a lot a lot of pierce has just found like uh who works for sony was getting wrath rifted on twitter because of playing Starfield and saying how yeah. good she likes the game, and then I'm like, and then then some guy is telling her that that he needs, uh, she needs to get fired because she's proving it, like she's she's uh, she likes the competition's game, right. and added them to Neil Druckmann and some other person, and I'm just like, what is well, the go? What is going on? Crazy. And here's the kicker with Alana. So even if she has a contract with Sony, right? <laughs> The non-compete doesn't mean that she can't, in her free time, play mm -hmm. games on other systems. It's very well known that she is a PC gamer. She's a PC gamer. Yeah. Yes, she works for Sony in a capacity, but that has nothing to do with her personal life. And on her personal Twitter account, when she's saying, I'm enjoying Starfield, how about you guys? And some twerp comes in, you should be fired. Really? I'm sure we can look at your Facebook and find stuff that you could be fired about too, but we're not yeah. getting that. Well, the funny know, thing though is that that works actually opposite. She can't do things officially for Sony because it would become a conflict of interest. So she can do she can do that stuff for other companies and other games, but not Sony products. So it's like, dude, it's like you clearly you clearly have no idea how this works. That's a ridiculous thing to say. If you think, yeah, normal ass people just like video games. We don't sit there <laughs> being like, "Oh, Amazon, yeah, uh, right." I'll never touch it. How dare? Like, that's weird, man. Like, you don't need right. to be angry. Can you imagine Why you're are people so angry? He's like, "Oh, hey, look, the new Gears of War is out." Wait a minute. I work yeah. for. <laughs> I work for. Uh, yeah, I work for a freaking Sony. Uh, was this gonna? I got. I guess I gotta call. E I guess I gotta call HR just to make sure this isn't a conflict for me to play yeah, this yeah. game. Ridiculous. Ravage. Dude. Yeah, Ravage posted. I think a, a lot of the yeah, not terrible troll people. That? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Ravage. Rav Rav somebody drink Coors. <laughs> He's done. He's just tweeted it yet. He, give, he gives. He gives he gives a uh, he gives Voodoo a Twitch clip of him drinking Coors while he's playing. It's like oh my god! It's like uh, yes, Ridiculous, but Ravage dude. yeah. Ravage also says I think a lot of the not terrible troll people who are upset ab uh, uh, about it think it is a lower quality. Like why not make it sixty frames for all people are going to pay for it? And how much how much they promoted it as the as the best game of the year? Well, the the for those people, I'm just saying, dude. Okay, fine. If, if thirty frames per second is so easy for you to do it, okay, let's switch it up to four, uh, FPS. Tell tell the developers. Switch it up to sixty frames per second and just have them do it. It's it's simple. It's as easy as cakes. You know. I mean, it's just like no. We don't know what the <laughs> level of 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 process it would take. Just like remember, like a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about 
uh, Baldur's Gate was having a troubles on the Xbox Series S to do and multiplayer. I, I like, what if this is part of that issue as well? The and same, that's why yeah. it's only 30 frames. Yeah, the reason why it's locked at 30 frames is not because they wanted it to be at 30 frames. It's more like there's a reason why. It's because like it's not it's not stable. It could be the it could be yeah. The thing could tear. It could it freaking would. drop. It could stop. It's like like when people put it in the level of simplicity of like oh just make it f just make it 60 frames. <laughs> It's just like, dude, you, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, let me just, let me turn on the, yeah, let me turn on the flip of the switch, okay, everything's good now, everyone's good to go to play 60 frames, it's like, no, we don't know that, we don't know the level of what it's gonna take for that, there's a legitimate reason why they did it, and and I think, like, like uh, I think, and then you know what usually it's gonna end up happening, they find, they when they finally fix it, guess what happens, a patch will come up, well, they'll say you could do it in performance mode and then do whatever you need to do uh, to do with it. Because, you know, there's another problem. There's another issue. Because you remember what the, the Microsoft's biggest thing is. Anything that plays on the Series X needs to play on the Series S. Right. There's no way in hell Starfield is going to run 60 frames at uh, 60 frames on the uh, on the smaller system like the Series S. So, like, right. I'm just saying people need to calm the freaking the frick down with this kind of with this kind of nonsense and just kind of give them some sort of level of slack towards uh, uh, towards this and not be a PlayStation overlord or a or an Xbox overlord uh, or, or or PC master race. Just just play the freaking game, dude. Seriously. It's so annoying. Oh, let's. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sorry. The other weird thing, too, is the whole pronoun thing, like. Why is that a thing? <laughs> I, I don't understand why that is a thing. Like, who cares? Yeah. Oh, there's the option to have it or or whatever, dude. Like, it, I it's know. ridiculous to me. Not only that, but people are reviewing this game technically by the stats. This game doesn't even really open up until you're like 130 hours <laughs> deep into the game. Because again, yeah. they want to keep you playing the game. It's about that playtime. And this is an expansive, huge thing yeah there's some issues and stuff like that dude but like this is an rpg space operas lovers freaking right. dream at least for me dude and, like you can pick up everything which is terrible dude. i spend half the time over encumbered uh, <laughs> 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 but i'm loving it i'm loving it dude like yeah. i don't understand why people are looking for reasons to hate it i don't know it doesn't, I don't it know. doesn't make sense to me man because yeah. people want a reason to hate something because they're miserable in their own lives we know this for it to be fact right or, i just think it's funny that we've discussed issues in games that are valid right and questions that we have for said developers that have absolutely nothing to do with the voice actor and or actors in this project yet Tim. they're bringing brought into the conversation their their literal internet door is being knocked on non-stop you know what i mean and that's yeah. stressful i hate when i get like hundreds of notifications at one time and this is my job so you know what i do for my own piece is i turn that down and i turn uh, it off but mm -hmm. For somebody who's not used to that, who, you know, as a job does voice acting and then are being just nonstop spanned on different platforms, because we know it's not just happening on one. Yeah. That's a lot to take in. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny, that's though. That's not something they signed up for. Ravage says, like, uh, before earlier, too, he's like, well, that's like a normal Joe Schmo complaining that his Toyota Corolla is in four-wheel drive. <laughs> I like that. It's like, oh, hey, it's front-wheel drive. Can you make it a... It's like, I hate this car because it's not four-wheel. It's like, oh, okay, that's all? Shoot, idiots. But then, you know, uh, it's so funny. Side note, 
little tiny side note. I recently had to have a discussion with some of my gal pals about where you put your tires if you're on a, if you park on a hill. And they mm-hmm. said, why don't you turn the back tires? Hmm? Girls, your back <laughs> tires don't turn. Huh? yes they do nope no they don't they do not (laughs) if they're yeah if it it depends yeah is it it, does it depend on the the car it depends on the car because like it's a front wheel there's a rear wheel and there's an all wheel and then there's also a mid-rear a mid-rear that also does the desmond most tires don't yeah if they all turned you would just move sideways Instead yeah. of the front end of the car turning. No, no, you're right. You're you're right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant traction, like you like forced no, traction. They thought like all four wheels turned. No. Oh. <laughs> Just the front. Girl. Oh no. Like, no. That's not how that works. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> this ain't a tractor. Tires. This is. <laughs> like, maybe your lawnmower does that. Which uh, that is hilarious. No. no. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think is happening when you take a right hand turn? Well, <laughs> like all that was my slow. question. And the oh, that's were funny. Hilarious. Oh I, my gosh. Yeah, that is I hilarious. Draw on paper and then bring them yeah. up to the vehicle, and I was like, "Look, let me show you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, educate them. Educate them. That is that's hilarious. Right. <gasps> Smitty, hilarious. Smitty, why don't you close yeah. this off? What are you bringing to the table, yeah. buddy? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close it off on some Roblox news again, especially for those folks that are parents or they have nieces, uh, nephews, whatever. Um, Roblox is huge, especially uh, in the kid space. Roblox essentially has become how kids hang out, communicate, and socialize with themselves. So it's something that me personally, I'm trying to better acquaint myself to better be equipped. Uh, you know, as the adult, as my littles get older and and use it in different ways, I want to be able to understand it too. So uh, Roblox actually, uh, I believe it was yesterday, just came out with their, they had a uh, their developer conference and there was some big news that was laid out. The first being that here in October, Roblox is going to be coming to PS4 and PS5 for the first time ever in the franchise history, as we know, it started as a PC and and a phone app game, and then moved to uh, Xbox. And finally, after this time uh, or all this time, is moving over to uh, uh, PlayStation, which is going to be huge and an increase, only more of an increase within their player base. And I I imagine at some point in time they come to uh, uh, whatever Nintendo has. I'm guessing as their next generation. Um, so this is pretty huge news in, in the world of Roblox in terms of them, like I stated, uh, their models. I think there was also talk about their their uh, subscription model or doing a subscription model. Obviously, we, we know that their in-game currency as well is a uh, is Robux. But really, I think what they're doing, Roblox is really just a sandbox. And it's a way to get not only kids but also adults to be able to kind of get firsthand look at being able to design games. They can design whatever they want to. I know my daughter, one of her favorite things to do is the RP stuff. Uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, role playing and things like that. And again, like there's no talk there is, um, but not in terms of uh, with the, to the general public right now, it's just being able to type stuff and whatnot, but they can still friend uh, request each other and, and things like that. So 
Roblox coming to PlayStation next month is huge. They've also, speaking in terms of communication, uh, they are also um, uh, launching an avatar-based voice calls with facial motion tracking. This one, I don't know how I feel what? about this, y'all. Yes, wow. sir. Yes, this is within Roblox. Uh, they they also mentioned this at the developer conference, um, but they said they're, uh, it's near future plans to expand beyond its identity as a game platform for kids. The company is already pushing into new demographics. Roblox announced that it would foster mature content for 17 plus users earlier this year and a new animated video calling product launching later this year looks to be uh, a part of that plan. It's like a, it's basically zoom and, and like a, a bit or an emoji or, or a memoji, uh, mm. basic your avatar in there. So it sees your actual camera, but what the other people see is your avatar, but you're able to, it, it, it you know, it's utilizing your voice um the the facial features so it's also i don't know what that back end data looks like and what kind of information it's able to or if somebody is able to pull that information from a call like that mm. uh obviously it's supposed to be for a more ter- a mature audience but again nothing's going to i literally just made another account so my daughter could try out the uh, Roblox beta uh on um on uh, Quest 2 Cause I just realized that Quest Two has a beta for Roblox, uh, so she's actually Man. she was playing that earlier. Yeah, here a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, this one this one kind of can be a little concerning. But we can see that Roblox is looking to expand beyond that little kid range. And really, the thing to look for is how do they separate and deviate and actually be able to verify. Uh, these people's ages and whatnot, because otherwise you're going to have a bunch of little kids having access to be able to one-on-one call with somebody within Roblox, which to me, that's kind of scary. And I'm not trying to make this like a, you know what I mean? Like, oh, raise the alarms or this or that. This is just something that parents and and adults that that know children that play this game should be aware of um, moving forward. And it's only going to get bigger audience-wise with the PlayStation uh, uh, coming to be able to do that and whatnot. So I just wanted to know what your guys' thoughts uh, were on that. There were some other uh, announcements that they made as well, but like those were a couple of the bigger ones that really uh, stuck out to me. Um, before we go, I will say this because Retro says Roblox is cool. My son plays a Sonic game on it. And I'm thinking to myself, your son plays another game to play a Sonic game. <laughs> just uh, 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 it, it is very funny to me. I'm just like, wow. Why, it's like They got everything, dude. You can, I'm literally, crazy. I'll tell you guys a secret. I'm totally working on a game with my daughter in Roblox. We're building mm-hmm. a game together. Nice. So, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, uh, I was like, this yeah. is cool. I'm I'm like when it comes to the world of Roblox because maybe because I'm an outsider when it comes to this because I have no like same issue or right. not issue but I don't have a foot to stand in in this game because I ne- I ne- I don't I don't play it and I never I don't think I ever really will. Uh, but it's uh, but it just feels like it it just seems like a trap of some sort to me when it comes to because mm-hmm. the biggest because one of the biggest things the Roblox was trying to, to 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 take care of for the longest of time was like was communication because the mm-hmm. communication between because like they know the, the age the age limit of this game is like so sporadic 
uh, but mostly a lot of small kids play this game. Like a lot of small right. kids play it. So it's uh, and uh, and I'm a, like and then, and then when you tell me about uh, about your daughter playing it and stuff, you and the, even when I was there, like I was saying before. Uh, that like some of these people I don't trust. Like I just don't trust or right. some of these people's names. It just kind of be like, yeah, it's like, you don't know <laughs> like, if like, like it's like the way you're talking, like they talk to you. You don't know this person is just like a 40 year old neck beard that lives in his person, mom's basement or something like that. Right. And that's the thing I'm really worried about, about all of this is that how are they going to, cause and, and you, we've talked about their, their technology that they've been wanting that they're, that they're implementing to make it safe for people to, to be talking and chatting and stuff with, but it's mm. still the internet. You're the, you're, 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 the, you're, you're trying to defend your game from the internet itself and so much pre- predators and stuff like that. And mm. that's why I just can't trust it. Or I, I just can't see how to believe how are they going to make this? And now you're doing things like phone apps. You're doing phone apps in this game. Right. You're doing a uh, VR meta. Like, so you can have your avatar and whatever and stuff now to be even more, more uh like more personal, you know, to you. It's mm-hmm. just, right. I don't even know, man. I don't even know what to what to think or believe or what to expect in this game. But I know that it really if if a child is playing it, I'd be like a hawk just to make sure that, that nothing's going to go crazy on that. Uh, like to go crazy at this point because I, I I feel like something bad is just waiting to happen at this point. Yeah. So, Mister Seven Figures said separate game for the age group for more adult features. Here's my and then someone asked, you know, how are they going to? Mister Seven Figures also said um, age verification process. Um, check here if you're old enough. Seems like it might need a separate game for the age group for more adult features. So, here's my issue with that. Um, if I am pretending to be a child and they said, you need to verify your age. Well, I don't have an ID. How would I do that? Right. Super simple to play into that situation. Um, Are they going to have these children take photos of themselves and then those are submitted? And then a human is saying, yes, that's a child. That's a child. That's a child. I can just go on Google and find a photo of a child. You know what I mean? So or AI photos. Right. Like the predatory part of this freaks me out a little bit just because we know what's happened previously um and again you know there are grown-ups and adults who are creating games inside of roblox for these kids and that's fantastic but that doesn't mean that there aren't grown-ups in this game pretending to also be kids who are trying to talk and i feel like giving your children that feature opens you up for more for it's like leaving your window open during a hurricane is how it feels to me right so i guess my and obviously this hasn't come to fruition so we don't know if there's not going to be an age verification are parents able to lock it down so that only people that they approve can be on those phone calls i would assume as much because that would be the simplest answer um it's great that roblox is doing so much it looks really cool and davis you're right there are a lot of kids danny she goes and she plays a sonic game in roblox too Mm -hmm. and probably the same one she has a lot of fun um but she is also not wary of the internet as we are and and she kind of goes into a subcategory but she's so willing to trust everyone right that that really scares me and she she's starting to learn what lying means and things like that and so we kind of had a discussion the other day because she's like i lied to you i'm like great tell me why and let's discuss this right but 
I don't know. It freaks me out a little. Again, Roblox is really cool for the kids. I'm glad they enjoy it. It looks like they're doing a lot of really comeuppance, and that's awesome. What are you guys going to do to protect the kids? So Retro Retro says, I think that any game where adults and kids can interact can be dangerous without proper moderation. Uh, as Davis said, it is the Internet, and the Internet can be dangerous for children uh, without proper moderation. And uh, Mr. Seven Figures says no age verification like 2FA to show you have a phone number or something. It's still tricky to add features like that to a children's game. So I did notice there is an ID verification uh, within yeah, that. And I think that's when you use, if you're using those features, you have to, which is a whole other thing in its place. Because now you now you have my ID on record or on file. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's also weird in a, a weird space, but it seems like that is something that they're already utilizing to have that concrete, concrete separation, uh, which I, I feel like would be a little more difficult to for somebody to game around as opposed to it being something like a just click a button, send in a picture or whatever. It's got to be some sort of official documentation. Um, so. You know, I assume then for little kids. Well, well but here's the thing, though, and it's, right. yeah, it, but the thing, like, <laughs> like, like what Witcher was saying, it's like, a, yeah, it, it's cool with 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 simple moderation. I mean, like, it's all you always want to monitor your kids, regardless. So definitely understand that. But like, there, I mean, come on, like, there's certain games where you where where it's like there's games that you know that you shouldn't be having kids play, like GTA or you know Red Dead Redemption, all these different kinds of ones and stuff. But then you have a game that's supposed to be that is made or or meant to be for kids, and then to to open up the creativity, you know, by kids. Like it's like ground zero of like you know these people are going to be like this is going to be a large prepubescent you know like no amount of people like just a cesspool of just like of just children just right there mm -hmm. and you and you're and you're you, you straight are you are straight up targeting them to possibilities of people to to take uh like to either take advantage of or to do crazy things in weird messages and stuff because i'm pretty sure roblox has had to had to I'm pretty sure Roblox has had problems with that in the past, but they've been really good on enforcing it because they, uh, they've, uh, uh, they were really strict on, you know, the communication lines towards right. that. Now you're removing those restrictions slowly, but surely. And now you're going to have an even harder time to try to keep up that kind of facade of like not having, uh, not having that kind of protection anymore. And that's where it's right. like, like Roblox, you did a great job protecting the children then now like to say that like unfortunately i can't i just don't trust that you can have that same kind of like power when you're going to allow voice chat vr stuff like that vr uh avatars i'll be able to be you uh and also align limits you like you said you have there's gonna be a 17 and over uh, uh section where people can easily lie to uh, saying that they are 17 when they're really not and uh, like even two-factor authentication is something but it's not really something that's going to lock you out of the kids but but rather not getting your account uh, compromised itself so i just i just don't know that that's where it's like mm -hmm. like like uh where it's going to be a little shaky uh shaky for me especially you know if you're when your kids are like i mean like uh 
your kid is kind of getting up to the tween age almost and it's like you know right, where it's right. like people is going to be could be she you don't know if like you know they they're telling you everything or in all this different kinds of stuff i yeah. mean it's yeah it's that's the thing that's that's the thing kind of scares me a little bit that's how i'm gonna play it you know right. oh no right yeah there. yeah i think i think what you're what you're what you're playing on doing is perfect exactly what you have to do yeah but you are not but like i don't think a lot of people do that is where it comes down yeah. to right right and then i think oh. that's where it's that that's where it's like i don't trust yeah and and ravage makes a good point unfortunately predators are gonna be predators no matter what or when it is and i agree yeah. mm-hmm. i think it's i think with the difference with roblox is is you're you're essentially imagine it as a convention and everybody there is under the age of 13 right and as a predator playing gta or whatever other game that's great and that's going to take you a lot of time to figure out who's in the age range you're looking for when over at this convention i know that 90 percent of these these players are under the age of whatever right so it's kind of like as a parent alarm bells go off a little bit so i'm just curious how they're gonna really lock that down and somebody had mentioned in the chat like a parent hub would be great i oh that would be multiple children who are playing this game and or maybe it comes to the point where the parents are the ones who have to show their ID and sign right. their children up. Under I would love, yeah, to be able to have like cool. accounts underneath, yeah, or like a main account or whatever, and like and have so them like Nintendo does. The messages that they're getting, yeah. and you're able to monitor yes. them, right? That's Not a great just idea. Words, but if if Danny's getting a message, I'm her parent. I'm also getting those messages, and mm-hmm. I'm getting notifications immediately to those messages especially if it's from somebody that i don't know which i don't yeah. think that should be possible at all they just they're kids they shouldn't be getting random messages from anybody but mm-hmm. i digress we'll i mean that's pretty much what it's going to be i mean like uh, it's like good for them on, <laughs> on them expanding but like at the same time it's like it's just that that's always been the main concern i had with roblox I, itself but i it, kind of agree with mr seven is, figures saying yeah. like if this was like a spinoff product like, I, I would like it to be something, I mean, it'd be cool if it was something that was separate completely and wasn't a feature within that whole architect or, or, or uh, architecture or not architecture, infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would like it to be an outside thing that, again, still connected, but not directly connected to the main thing. Something that's mm-hmm. an offshoot that can only be accessed by a you have to go out and and search and get it and it it ain't easy to do not that they're making it super hard but something Mm. that you know a a child's not gonna be like oh let me uh which again kids aren't dumb either you know what i mean so like they're gonna find it they're gonna find it whether whether we like it or not so it doesn't matter of what kind of protection and verification process that they uh put forward with it but yeah yeah the tldr they had a uh they had a conference it's coming to PlayStation 4 and 5 uh, next month, and they're bringing an in-communication app where people it uses your phone camera to project your avatar, and you can talk in real time with people in the game. They're saying it's for folks that are 17 plus, uh, but again, there's you know they're and they're even talking about uh, they're going to start allowing uh, rate, uh, 17 plus rated experience with violent blood and or crude oh humor God, as well. So yeah. Jesus, okay. You know, <laughs> See, if you get Roblox, man, that's the kids. Uh, that's the way the kids communicate and hang out these days. A lot of them, uh, uh, they use it. They can have all the experiences they want in there. So, nah, I really you know, like just, just, 
I really like Lex's uh, idea with that with the with the parent account. Like if they did, and he's come up with like million dollars. No, somebody else said it, right? Somebody somebody said a parent hub, and I just I I um I branched off of it. So Mr. Seven Figures, another million dollar idea. Let's go, buddy. A game like that, or or any games like that that requires like that you know that's just gonna where your where your where your population is mostly children should should require something like that. I think call I would, it Boblox. Would, Boblox. Boblox. We call it Boblox. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Folks. Thank you for listening to the CFG Gamecast episode number 190. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. As always, we will be back again next weekend with a whole new set of different kinds of topics. But if you did miss out on this episode, that is perfectly okay. We release it at the beginning of each and every week on all podcast services or go to our main website, confreaksandgeeks.com to check it out on the Monday uh, or uh, on Monday morning as well. So there's absolutely no reason to miss out on our sexy, sexy voices. Ooh. <laughs> right right on that and also be sure to check out the awesome interview that we that i did with amelia tyler she's the narrator of baldur's gate 3 uh it is a really fun interview i could literally talk to her for hours because she has the i love british accents i don't know what it is but i love british accents <laughs> it doesn't matter who or what it's just it's just it's just so nice it's very good but go to yeah go check it out on the cfg channel on our youtube page or our main website confreaksgeeks.com so uh once again this is davis lex and smitty signing out y'all take it easy bye